you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper, Beef Jerky, live, New York City, Wednesday, January 24th, those are the facts, here are your characters, I'm Jamie Erdahl, it's Kyle Brandt, Hello. Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, bacon and eggs, the first thing you see when you welcome Good Morning Football on the air, Kyle, does that just like fire you up when you think about football? Absolutely, it's how we start our day, with <laughs> breakfast and football, my dad always says, I like to turn on your show when I wake up in the morning, because you guys seem like you really like what you're doing, you seem like you like when you like football. He's like, I turn on these other shows, the people are pissed off and screaming the whole time. I like your show. I like you, Dad. All right. Uh, keep TVs, tablets, phones locked on NFL Network for the rest of the yeah. day. It's just a piece of advice. <laughs> NFL Network, uh, where you're going to be at all day. Here's our insider, Ian Rappaport. Stuff. Ian, good morning to you. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network insider. Please do tell me. Confirm the source. What's up? Let's start talking about Jim Harbaugh. Of course, a big topic yesterday afternoon. He was in Los Angeles visiting a second time with the Los Angeles Chargers, a significant meeting, and his colleague Mike Garofalo turned it on TV yesterday. The two sides are at least in striking distance of making a deal. Obviously, this has been a long time coming for Jim Harbaugh. Florida with the NFL the last couple of years, met with the Broncos, met with the Vikings. This year, has talked to the Falcons, talked to the Chargers. Going back a second time for the Chargers, for a lot of people involved, felt like it would be the end of the entire road. It's just not there yet. He was in the Chargers building yesterday. There was no news as of late last night whether or not a deal got done. Harbaugh also has interest from the Falcons. Also, of course, has a huge offer on the table from the University of Michigan to make him the highest paid coach in college football. Just needs to close the deal with the Chargers to end all this. It just has not happened Yet. Meanwhile, back on the field this weekend, Ravens are getting some good injury news, uh, of course, on the defensive side of the ball. But we'll start with Mark Andrews, their Pro Bowl tight end. 
kind of came close to coming back last week. Remember, he is on injured reserve dealing with a cracked fibula and some ligament damage. Was not quite able to get on the field last week. The target was always the AFC title game. It was just really on Baltimore to get there. They are now there. They're one of these Final Four teams. Mark Andrews is expected to play to make his dramatic comeback, barring a setback. We also have some uncertainty related to Debo Samuel, the 49ers receiver. He had x-rays and a uh, battery of tests this past week on a shoulder that knocked him out of the game. No fracture. That is a very good sign. He's still in a lot of pain, still struggling to get full movement in his shoulder. He did rehab right after the injury like that night, so really started the road to recovery. Immediately, we will get more information on his status today based on whether or not he's able to practice. If he can practice today, you figure he can play in the game on Sunday. Oh, okay. Good to know, Ian. Thank you so much. Let's go to the Bay Area. We'll start there mm -hmm. and then expand outward, however you may please. If it's player versus player, coach versus coach, matchup. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about this morning. Which matchup are you going to, Peter, be having eyeballs on on Sunday afternoon? It's an offensive league, right? Everyone telling us it's an offensive league. You want the young offensive hot coordinator. You're seeing some of these coaching hirings and interviews right now on the bottom line ticker mm -hmm. as we speak. Dave Canales is the hot name now. He was in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to get a second interview with Carolina. That's the report. And we know Bobby Slowick is interviewing for all these teams. I say this because I know the bottom line ticker is right beneath me on NFL Network, mm -hmm. and it's just offensive names galore. Yeah. Just interviewing with this team, this team, this team. Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, has silenced all of them this season. He has silenced all of them. Slowick came in as the hottest name last week, and McDonald slowed him down. You went all the way back to the Mike McDaniel deal where it was Mike McDaniel can't be stopped. The Ravens blew them out. Mm -hmm. Niners blew them out. Andy Reid's coming to town. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid's coming to town, and Mike McDonald is going to have a plan. I think everyone watching on Saturday afternoon was like, all right, C.J. Stroud, he just had the greatest game ever by a rookie quarterback, and he lit up Jim Schwartz's defense. Mm -hmm. Let's see what he can do. And McDonald's defense suffocated that Houston offense. Game after game after game, whether it be what Shane Waldron and the Seahawks were doing, silence. Mm -hmm. Ben Johnson and the Lions came to Baltimore, silence. <laughs> you go right through the names of the hottest offensive mm -hmm. names, he has silenced all of them, and he's done it with his amazing unit of players. Andy Reid is as creative, as passionate, and obviously as uh, effective as any offensive mind maybe the league has ever seen. I'd put him in the same conversation as Bill Walsh. Mm -hmm. I think right now you'd have to say Reed is right up there in the all-time greats for what he's done with so many different quarterbacks, so many different offenses. This McDonald's a 30-something, and yeah. he's got the challenge of stopping it. I, I love the X's and O's, and I love the matchups. I also love the age difference and the personalities <laughs> and what Baltimore's bringing. Jason, I know you're a defensive player at heart. You've got to love what McDonald's been up to. Oh, unbelievable. When you start to go down the list of the coordinators he's gone against and how he silenced them, it is unbelievable. And the matchups of the X's and O's when you talk about a guy like Andy Reid, you said it Monday when they ran the flash screen. It was, oh, we haven't ran that play since 2011. Alex Smith. Alex, like, that is unbelievable to be able to go into the archives. But just the thought of going into a game and game planning, and I'm going to stick with that same game. You talked about Andy Reid, and I'm looking at how he deploys Travis Kelsey because the guy on the other other side that Mike McDonald has is a guy by the name of Kyle Hamilton. To me, this is going to be a very fun matchup. For years in our own division, AFC West, we talked about Travis Kelsey going against Derwin James, the young athletic safety. He's long, he's tall. Kyle Hamilton, same type of player, but he may have better guys around him on that Ravens defense, I believe. And I want to see these guys. Kyle Hamilton, 
This year, first team all pro, pole bowler, the young babyface killer, what they're calling him in Baltimore's past game coordinator, Chris Hewitt, donned that name on him for Travis Kelsey. For weeks, we talked about it. Where is he in this offense? How are they using him? Blah, blah, blah. He gets in there in the divisional round. He goes five for 75 and two touchdowns and came alive again, one of Mahomes' favorite targets. When you go into the X's and O's and you look at Buffalo, a lot of two high safeties, a lot of zone. And Travis Kelsey is probably the best player when going against zones of being able to uncover and find those open spaces for Mahomes. I think he's going to see a lot of more press coverage guys in his face mm -hmm. like Kyle Hamilton trying to slow him down. This is a matchup that I'm fired up for just to see these two guys battle at it, play in and play out. Is that one of those deals where you see Kelsey go in motion and then you're going to see Hamilton follow? Or is this where he's just in my area, obviously uh -huh. the zone, but or is this like straight up man-to-man, -man, I got him no matter where I, he goes? I think we're going to see some man-to-man -man because Hamilton plays in a slot a lot where Kelsey aligns. And I think off of that, when you talk about Mike McDonald, there's going to be times he's running in motion, then he's blitzing and somebody else. He designed so many different looks to throw at you for Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's going to be the fun part of the matchup. You match know what's up. an easy way to look at it? If we see like a lot of shots of the biggest pop star in the world that day, Kyle Hamilton did not have a game. Yeah. Like that, he basically dictates it. You at home, if you love the Taylor Swift, if you're like kind of stop showing her, you need Kyle Hamilton to have a big game. He basically, it's not the director in the booth, it's, it's Kyle Hamilton will dictate <laughs> how many times Taylor Swift is shown in this game. Because if Kelsey does have a big game, they won't do it. I'm going to change dramatically. There's a lot of like uh, equal matchups, I think, in this game. The, I think the rosters are kind of similar. Like I was talking about this yesterday, and like McCaffrey and Gibbs and Laporta yeah. and Kittle, like some similar personnel, which is why I'm going to the trenches. I really am. I am here for Penny Sewell mm. versus Nick mm. Bosa. I'm way oh. into this because we also, you, you might think, well, we got Big Trent and we got Hutchinson. They yep. usually line up on other sides. Like I don't think they'll go against each other. But Sewell at right tackle and Bosa right in front of him is amazing. You know what's so cool? This is just a coincidence. I didn't even know this. Penny Sewell's first ever professional game was against Nick Bosa. Really? Week one, Lions, Niners. They take Sewell. It was all this. Remember, Peter, it was Rashawn Slater or if it was uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah. They take Sewell, and his first NFL game is against Bosa, and he did pretty well. The Lions scored 33 points in this game. They lost. Yeah. And it was, it was, I think it was like 41 to 33. Right. Elijah Mitchell started over Trey Sermon. It was a big deal right? in San Francisco. Uh. That's what Peter was looking at. Miss <laughs> Bosa did have a sack, but it was kind of one of these chase down sacks. Point is, like, these two guys are the motor. The, these two guys are a little bit of a talker, a little bit of a swagger. If Nick Bosa's running around doing that thing where he just goes like that the whole game, like it's a wrap. Like the, <laughs> the Lions are not going to win. You don't want to see this. This is the last thing you see before you start the offseason. Sewell was drafted for this game. Sewell is ready for this game. Listen, on the other side, because Bosa moves sometimes, then you're going against Decker. Like it is a matchup anywhere. The Lyman D Lyman stuff in this game is so good because you got Hall of Famers, you got first team all pros, you got up and comers like Hutchinson. It's really good before you even get to the McCaffreys and the Debos and the mm -hmm. Amon Ross. The O line D line play is going to be incredible. I'm into it. You know what we could see a replication of is what we saw in Angry Rounds yesterday, which is the Juwan Jennings oh, yeah. uh, that lock up like sure. cats. And then like if those two, can you Damn imagine right. Sewell and Bosa whipping into a Gatorade cooler? More than one I would be Look at down. the first few Lions plays. Look at the first few Lions running plays. If it's Montgomery or Gibbs. And just, just watch at the bottom of the screen. It's going to be right tackle. Now the right tackle, the bottom of the screen if they're going that way. 
Watch what Sewell and Bosa do, to your point. Does it go a little longer? Mm -hmm. Is there a little conversation after? Because Sewell is like a big tone setter guy. Yeah. Bosa's a little bit chill, but Sewell is like, I'm here to push there people was, around. There was a video of, of Sewell pregame. He leads everyone. He's yeah, the guy. He's, he's, the, guy. The, voice. he's the hype guy. And he was walking around with the fans, and there was a fan in like, I think the fan was wearing a Niners sweatshirt, and Sewell, like, he went for a hand. Sewell just would not give it that's to him. Like, he's like, about. he was ready to go. I like it. I, like, I don't know why you're wearing a Niners sweatshirt to a yeah. Bucks Lions game, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Too. Rep your squad. That's so it. you're going to see those press conferences later today. I'm curious which Bay Area, maybe prep football high school reporter, is going to show up in Detroit to ask Jared Goff about his time at Marin Catholic. Mm. Because, Jared Goff, how do you keep stepping in these storylines? you got to go up against your former team in the Rams in the first round. Then you got to go up against Baker Mayfield, another former number one overall mm -hmm. pick. And now you're going back to your hometown area to play mm. your hometown <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, the quarterback in which who wears number 16 for Joe Montana, a quarterback quarterback that played for their hometown team before you were even born. What is this? You have to go. Now, now Goff, this is not his first time back. He played for the Rams. He's 3 and 3 against the 49ers in his career. But he's had some moments up in the Bay Area. Not great. One of his worst games ever was played. Uh, he had no touchdowns, no picks, and 78 passing yards in a game in the Bay Area once. It's not pretty. I'm not saying it's a, it has emotionally driven written all over it, but like why does he keep having to carry these backpacks of storylines into these games where, hey, you got it? It's like when Brady used to show up and have to play the 49ers. Like, this kid grew up watching really great 49ers teams, and I'm curious what that's going to look like for him when he walks out onto that field. All right, two championship games on mm -hmm. Sunday AFC, NFC. Which one will be more competitive, Peter? More competitive. We just want both to be going into overtime, yes. right? Isn't that what we want? Both to overtime. Which one will we get want. 50 million eyeballs? We go to double overtime. It's playoffs. I think, we had, I think we had 56 million. Viewers at one point during Bills Chiefs. I want to top that in one of these games. And what that might take is either a shootout going into overtime or just great football. Uh, as I'm trying to just you know kill time here because I don't know the answer. Can I throw this out, Peter? Has there ever Peter been a double overtime playoff game? Adam, Adam Lawrence. Was. I don't remember. There was. Steve Smith. Steve Smith from Carolina had the walk-off touchdown against the Rams. Against the Rams. In the Edward Jones double, I think that was, that was double, double overtime. I want to say that was double overtime. We'll know by the end of the segment. Double overtime playoff game. Yeah, I, I, I think that might be um, our only one. That'd be pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I have no answer for this one. I want them both to be really tight. I, I think that they're both going to be really well played. The only fear I have is that the Ravens, when they beat teams. They blow them out. Yeah. You gave the stat yesterday. They have beaten, I think, 11 teams with winning records by 15, 14 points or more. That becomes a double-edged sword, though. People start to say, you don't know how to win close games. Yeah, like, I know. Sorry, we're so I good. I, I hate that. And they haven't won many. <laughs> they lost a close game to the Colts. They lost a close game to the Browns. They lost a close game to the Steelers. Mm. If the Chiefs and them are tight late, maybe that helps the Chiefs. But competitive-wise... These are four really good teams, and they match up really well. No doubt about it. I'm, I'm going to say the 49ers and the Lions, I, and I'm saying that from the standpoint of I'm hoping this one is a shootout, and it does come down to both of these quarterbacks throwing the ball, and it's so much fun because we talked about both of them being counted out at some point, and I think this is a game that's going to possibly be the 30-something to 30-something and how it comes down to the last possession and which quarterback can make that game-winning drive and take it all the way down the field. So I'm rolling with the Lions and the 49ers on this you one. You don't think it's there's, there's 76? Six seconds left, and Mahomes is down five, and he's got the ball. Could be. I, I actually am with you. Just let's just. I, I, there's this name we're gonna throw out. I feel like on Monday, and it's Michael Badgley. I feel like <laughs> mm. that name is gonna be thrown out. He mm. is the Lions kicker, 
and he will be forced to make a kick because Shanahan will use all his timeouts and not keep one to go in the offseason like last week. I think the Lions 49ers is going to be really close. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to a kick. I feel fully opposite you. I love yeah. the kickers. I don't want to hear about them on Monday. Mm. I, I don't want it to be about the kickers. You want to hear about kickers or officials? I, how about either? I know, right? Uh, can I take anything but? Uh, so, Peter, I'm with you. I plead the fifth. Uh, catch it all with NFL Plus. Stream the NFC and AFC Championship games. Super Bowl 58 on your phone or your tablet. Plus, you can stay connected throughout the entire offseason because we keep rolling special content being delivered on the NFL Scouting Combine, on the NFL Draft, and so much more. But still to come on our show, a show in which you can see NFL Plus. All right, there have been five double overtime games in the Super Bowl era in the playoffs going back to 1971. Panthers, Rams, Peter mentioned. Ravens, Broncos, 2012 Divisional is double overtime. That's double overtime. Also in the 70s, 80s. Also, Whiteboard Wednesday is next. Which unsuspected player is going to make a huge breakout moment? Brock Wright! That's it. Yeah. Well, that would be really unexpected. Zach Ertz! You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back on Good Morning Football. It's time for Whiteboard Wednesday. So we saw clutch moments from Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Brock Wright, Juwan Jennings in the divisional round. 
the less heralded player that you think will play a massive role, Peter, in Sunday's game will be? I'm watching Dalvin Cook run all over the field for the Ravens in the second half of that game. He looked great. I'm watching Lamar run free. I'm watching Justice Hill. And I think about those Chiefs linebackers, and I think of Bolton, and I think of Willie Gay, and I hope Willie Gay is great. And then I see Drew Tranquil all over the field. Drew Tranquil is a name that I think is going to have to play a huge role. Tranquil, if you were watching the Buffalo game, was all over the field. And then in a moment that I I absolutely loved, Tranquil is on the sidelines. Snowball thrown at him, catches it, and quickly pivots like he's Omar Vizquel, and he's about to throw it to first base, but instead he just drops it. He shows great restraint. It is like he's checking the runner on He's just checking it, right? A little bit. I can make you flinch. Shout out to Adrian Beltre and Todd Helton, Hall of Famers Joe in baseball. Joe Mauer, don't forget. Joe Mauer, Drew Tranquil. Who knows what could have been. But I do think he honestly is going to play a huge role. You're going to heal Tranquil a bunch. He was with the Chargers for years. Yep. Then goes to the Chiefs. He's played an awesome, awesome role for this squad this defense this season. He's done a great job filling in for Bolton. And now he's out there playing, making plays. Kyle, you said last segment you love the interior play, the O-line, D-line. I'm going with a defensive lineman, Justin Matabike for the Baltimore Ravens. This guy has been an absolute stud at the defensive tackle position, 13 sacks during the regular season. And if you watch that game, he was all over C.J. Stroud, had a sack, but was putting pressure on him all day long. So from a matchup standpoint, for the Kansas City Chiefs, Joe Tooney, their all-pro guard, is dealing with a peck injury. That means Matabike could be going against Algretti on the offensive line. I think that could lead to a huge game for him. And my favorite thing about Justin Matabike, he's having a career year, and this is a contract year for yes, him. Yes, talk so about Matabike it. So will be getting paid this offseason, much deserved, because he has been out there absolutely balling. Lamar Jackson last year nicknamed him Baby Aaron Donald, and he has lived up to that this year. Mm. Defensive tackle. You know, there's a sixth love language, and it's ju- and it's Jason committing to players that are having a great season who are about to get paid. And get it's paid, just baby. like, pay that man. Pay that Spell that name right on the check when you write it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It's whoever who pays him. You got to. Matabuke. They call him Matabeast there. Matabeast. All right, I don't know what they call this guy, but like this is my guy right here. Craig. Craig Reynolds. What's up, Craig? No other shirt, has, no other show has a Craig Reynolds Lions jersey. There's probably Detroit local shows who don't have a Craig Reynolds Lions jersey. He is a running back who was undrafted out of Kutztown years ago by Washington when they were called something different. His stat line last week in the NFC Divisional Round. One carry, one yard, one touchdown. <laughs> That's oh. all we need. I want a big play. You know, it's, it's Gibbs, it's the rock star. Craig Reynolds, for which Good Morning Football has a damn jersey, will make a play. I don't know if it's a catch. He had the block of the year. If you remember, he had the viral block back in the first month of the season. I got a feeling, and this is a big prediction, that someone at this table is going to be wearing this jersey on Monday Ooh. in honor of Kutztown. Shout out. Whatever Kutztown Athletics Twitter account is, we love you. Kutztown, who's the mascot? I don't know. Don't know. Andre Reed. That's all I know. Andre the Golden Reed. Bears. Let's someone go. knows so it inexplicably. <laughs> not, not Cal Berkeley. That's Jared Goff. Yeah. The right. Golden Bears are Kutztown, and we love Golden you. Golden Bears. Now that's I feel right. like we need a Reynolds Kutztown jersey that's as nice. well. That is, maybe and we'll we, wear that. We're going to have a home gym at GMFB, and it's just going to be Reynolds jerseys Frames. from all the places. I like it. Not Josh. Craig. Abington Craig. High School in Pennsylvania. We want that Craig Reynolds jersey, okay, too. Good. Whatever that is. I love go. you guys. Let's All right. Uh, Kim Newton was on the show yesterday and yeah. said he would come back to play in the NFL for one team. Which one is it? It's not even three. It's just really one. Ooh. Me having a family now, it's always been about family. 
and I don't see myself leaving Atlanta. Ooh. So if it's not Atlanta, I don't want to do it. Bill Belichick, reunited, mm. and it feels so good. <laughs> That was awesome. Fun. Yes, no, that was, that was uh, something. A recently retired player that you would like to see come back for just one more, Peter, is. And if you want to apply the team, I guess you could do that. Yeah, you know, I, my guy Tony Gonzalez played Ooh. for the Chiefs for years and never got to play Mahomes, mm. never got to play uh, in any of these games. He's 47 years old. I'm telling you, I watch him on Amazon. Tony's still in impeccable shape. Oh, yeah. Tony can still move. Body is temple, right? Body is temple. Yeah. Quick story. <laughs> Ten years ago, I used to work with Tony on Fox on the pregame show after he retired from the Atlanta Falcons. I said, what do you do? What's your workout? Then he goes, well, I wake up at 5 in the morning every day already. I was before Good Morning Football. I'm like, well, that's never happened. I will never do that. <laughs> he goes, and I immediately jump in a freezing cold bath. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And I go, okay, that's okay. insane. That's not any normal human did. I'm like, Ten years later now is the cold tub craze and the ice bath craze. If and the you're win, not doing it, you're a loser. The Win Hoff method. Tony Gonzalez was doing this ten years ago. Give him one more game. Get Tony G in a Chiefs uniform. I would love to see Tony Gonzalez playing not only a conference championship game with the Chiefs, but who knows, maybe a Super Bowl. I feel like he deserves it. One of the greatest tight ends of all time. Just missed the Mahomes window. Mm. I love that. You said he's in his 40s. Yeah, still 47. Get, still get out there playing. I'm going with a guy that's 51 years old, and I think he can still go out there and get it, get it done. Okay. Give me Adam Vinatieri, the GOAT, the kicker. <laughs> we watched this past weekend how important kicking really is. We watched the Green Bay Packers. They missed a kick, and that could have changed the outcome of that game. We watched the Buffalo Bills. They missed a kick, and that could have changed the outcome of that game. Give me one of the most clutch guys, probably the most clutch guy in the NFL history, leading in postseason points. I want Adam Vinatieri. Just come back out there. We don't need you to do kickoffs, any of those other things. We don't need you to do extra points. We'll let our punter do that. When the game's on the line and we need a kick, we're going to put you out there to put it through the uprights. I'm going Adam Vinatieri. Without your guy, I, I don't know if, if if my guy becomes my guy, but I, I, I'm, I'm just going with TB, TB12. <laughs> you know, what if, what if like a year from now, he did like sort of a Flacco reminiscent thing where he's like, screw it. I'm in shape. I feel good. I'm, lo I'm losing like the, the buzz and I kind of want to get out there and just show these little SOBs that I can still do it <laughs> and that I'm still the man. And he comes up and he shows up like week nine for the Raiders and he goes on some tear that ends with them, whatever, losing in the wild card round. But he does it at like 47, 48 years old and just adds to the legend. I feel like I want a little bit more. I know the broadcasting is coming and everything. And the Tampa Bay thing was fantastic. But what if there was like, oh my God, he came back again and started winning? I want more. And I think he has more. And I don't, I, saw, I don't think it's an outlandish idea. I still don't. I think there's like a 5% chance it happens someday. Tom Brady, one more team, let's do it. Well, along the cold, the cold tub thing, I think Brady was doing some dietary things that people yeah, are now into now that like would probably mm. keep his body you as said TB, nice I thought you were talking Terry Bradshaw. The I'll man, take it the, too. The blonde bomber. I'll I take it too. Were getting one Listen, the Steelers have had all these quarterback <laughs> issues and they can't figure it. It's not Pickett, it's not Rudolph. Terry, Terry! Terry can still sling it. How about one more sitcom from Terry? I I'll, like I'll take it. <laughs> show. I just like to start this next question with like, you're gentlemen, you are all scholars and my favorite people because today is National Compliment Day, oh, which oh, encourages thanks. people. <laughs> oh, thanks. Which encourages people around the country to brighten someone's day with some nice words. Sounds horrible. But this is our show. <laughs> so the question is, 
For example, the worst compliment you ever received is, mm. mine was, wow, you're so much prettier in person <laughs> than you are on TV. That's a tricky one. No, actually, no, yeah, it stuck actually, with me, ah, obviously. Start with Jason. Because ah, would you okay. rather that's, you that's look brutal. better on TV than you do in person? Like I don't know, but when I heard <laughs> right. it, I was that's, like, oh, yeah, that's you know. ridiculous. Oh, you look, that? you look pretty in both would, would work, too. Yeah, yeah, or works. just not my looks. So that's <laughs> or just too. don't comment on my physical appearance. You're trying to give someone a compliment. We can't do that anymore. I agree. It's the first thing you know. I thought this was America. Talk you just said you don't want compliment day. No, I don't. Yeah, um, it was National Insult Day. Uh, that's that's gonna be right now. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, this is the worst compliment I've been given. Different direction. What does that mean? Different direction. All right, you're playing in the NFL. You played eight seasons for a team. They call you in. They say, man, we love you. We think you still have a lot of football left, but we're going to go in a different direction. All right, you leave that organization. Oh. Go play for another one. You have a really good season. They bring you in at the end of the year. We want to get a little younger different at the direction. position. We brought some Ugh. guys in. We want to give you time to get to another team. We're going to go in a different direction. So you go to the next team. You win a Super Bowl there. You play three seasons. You have a lot of fun. Head coach calls. He's like, yeah, you know how much we love you. Everything that you've meant to this organization, coming in, changing it, the culture. So you know what? But right now, we don't really see a spot for you. We're going to go in a different direction. So you go to the last team. You play. You get injured. You give them your all. You try to be a leader. The season ends. And you're like, you know what? We love you. But... We want to go in a different direction. We want to transition to something a little different. That's the worst compliment. We love you, but we're going in a different direction. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that sounds like your memoir. Exactly. <laughs> different yeah. Direction by Jason there, LaForte. There we go. You know, that's a good title. <laughs> it's the old Seinfeld episode. It's it's not you, it's me. And, you know, that's like, that's a nice... Same thing. That's the same thing. It's not you, like, it's the team. Yep. We're, yeah, we're going to give you the opportunity to no go in a different about direction. <laughs> Similar to what Jamie was saying earlier, not as harsh, but uh, mine was, you're actually tall. I get this everywhere I... <laughs> I go. Yes, I, I'm six foot three. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I think everyone just assumes if you're on television, you're not tall, and you sit at a desk all day long, and you don't ever stretch your legs, and you don't ever walk around with actual other people besides TV people looking at a monitor. I went out into the airport recently, and someone came up to me, and, like, eh. and then they stick a phone in my face, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I, I don't, I don't know this person. I'm like, what's <laughs> up? It says you're five nine on Google. I'm it like, does. I, does it? Okay. I look at 5'9 on Google. 6'3. If you want to change it, if you want to scrub my Google and my wiki. Peter, let's put it right now. Come here. Let's go back to back like the kids do. P people think you're 5'9? Get over here. Here. Just go back to back. I'm 5'11, all right? And I'm just standing up straight. How's it look, guys? Peter looks 6'3. Peter looks 6'3. Yep. There you go. Yep. See? You did it, dude. Now, people are going to say, yeah, but Brent, you're actually 5'4. No, I'm 5'11. <laughs> and the program's 6 feet, but 5'11. I actually like it I'm when they grand. tell me, yeah. you know, because on that same wicked thing, it says I'm 180. I'll take that, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Somebody has Peter Schrager's <laughs> weight is online. Hell, <laughs> they, what do they care? That's it. That's unbelievable. Oh, well, actually, mine comes from the airport, too. In, in 2000. Three, I was cast in NBC's daytime drama Days of Our yeah. Lives. And I was really proud of it because I got this acting job in LA and I got to be on NBC every day. And I had been doing it and I was really nervous. I hadn't acted on camera much. And it's just, it was rough, but I got through it. And I was at the airport once and this woman comes up to me really, really, really excited. And she goes, are you Philip? And I was like, yes, I am. And this is the first time that it happened because all these people had always constantly recognized me for real world and I wasn't that proud of that. So yeah. this is like, I got a job and like, you know me. And she goes, are you Philip? And I go, yes, I am Philip. And she goes, can I take a picture? And I go, of course you can take a picture. And she goes, oh my God, I'm like you've gotten so much better. And I'm like, <laughs> I know where you're going with that. She's like, she was like, so much better. I think she doubled back and said it twice. And I was like, I think you're, what you're saying is, is that I'm less horrible than I used to be. It's kind of like when you get 
the most improved player. Yeah. It's like, man, you used to suck. <laughs> and now you don't suck quite as much. Yeah. You've really come a long way. So I remember being totally crestfallen the way she said that. It was in the security line. I'll never forget it. Whoever you are, wherever you are, Janet, I'm just going to guess. Uh, I appreciate it. It kind of motivated me. But there was so like, like so much better. Thank you. Thank you, you very know, much. All you can really say to that is, like, I've been working at it. Thanks. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to I'm, do about yeah. that. I've gotten that. Starting to show. My high school coach called me one day. He was like, you're so much more comfortable. Uh, I can just see it coming across when I watch the show. And that was his, his way of saying this. It's thing. a tough yeah. one. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate, appreciate it, Coach. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Compliments are tricky to navigate, as is the show at times. Coming up, we'll get the latest on Debo Samuel's status heading into championship weekend. What could it mean for the 49ers? Peter Schrager, 6'3", buck 80. There we go. Peter's sitting on a phone book over there. I know. You got a little, uh, <laughs> on. little booster. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Guys, it's title game week. We are a couple of games from the Super Bowl, and we feel the juice. In fact, we got a guy who may be going to the Super Bowl if he takes care of business. 12-year NFL veteran, 
And like I said, one win away from that big old Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Please welcome to Good Morning Football. Ravens guard Kevin Zeitler. What's up, Zeitler? How's How it going? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thrilled to have you. Reasonably big week for you and the Ravens. <laughs> Massive deal. You guys are hosting the title game. You have played 12 seasons. You have beaten all 32 teams in the regular season. But until last Saturday, you never won a playoff game. Your wife, Sarah, tweeted afterwards. This is incredible. I love this. She tweets, first Playoff win for Kevin Zeitler. My tears are literally freezing to my face. Mm. I, I, we love this. We're all married here at the table. We get emotional about this type of stuff. What's it like for you to see that, feel that, and how's this week for you, man, after your first playoff win? Um, it's great. Um, obviously, 12 years in, it's great to finally get one done. I've been on a lot of great teams all years, but it just never happened. So, you know, big shout-out to my teammates and everyone for helping me get that. Yeah, and shout-out to Sarah, too, for being aware and supporting and the, the tears freezing to the face. That's all a real thing. Uh, Kev, your quarterback, Lamar Jackson, he's been lights out. Yep. He's likely to be named MVP in a couple of weeks. How would you describe Lamar Jackson's leadership, his performance, and we? And what did he really say at halftime last weekend? Well, I'd say overall, Lamar, he's whatever you need him to be. You know, he's cool and calm when you need him. He can get real fiery when you need him to be. And I think the team just follows his lead. And as far as the halftime speech, he's kept it private, so I'm going to keep it private. But, you know, he got us going the right way. Okay, Kevin, I... I got to go back to your wife, Sarah, because yeah. right before she tweeted that her tears were freezing to her face and it was beautiful, she also tweeted that she was switching seats at halftime and they were going to do something to change up the juju. Forget Lamar. Is it because your wife changed seats up and then you guys <laughs> in the second half started playing better football? Yeah, probably, honestly. You know, she's been here the whole ride. She'll do whatever it takes to help this team get a win, and she's awesome for that. Look, I, I look at, at your career, dude. I 800 snaps, 12 straight years. Mm. Do you know what that means as far as playing in the trenches? 800 snaps in 12 straight years. And now you finally get the playoff win. And now you've got this quarterback behind you, obviously. But we talk about this Ravens squad all the time on this show. But we're not there in Owings Mills. We're not there in the castle. What are you guys feeling right now as we are now just 72 hours away from another big game for the Baltimore Ravens this weekend? You know, I like where our team's at right now. We're real locked in. We're focused. We know nothing matters other than this game. And everyone's, you know, putting their best foot forward to make sure we play the best game we can. I absolutely love that. You guys are locked in. Kev, I've been with you at a wedding with you and your wife. After you what? guys won this game, I saw Harbaugh, saw George Gotze all showing off their dance moves. I think everybody at home, all the Baltimore Ravens fans want to know, Kevin Zeitler, do you have better dance moves than John Harbaugh mm. and your Titans coach George Gotze? <laughs> I uh, haven't busted them out yet, but, you know, if we get this next one, I probably will. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely loving that. Do you have a go-to move if you're going to bust out the dance moves? Uh, I do not. It's all about feel. You know, whatever I feel, I'll do. Mm, ad lib. I love that. All about feeling. I got a feeling that could be a great song mm. for you to come into. Uh, you guys have been winning games convincingly against the winning teams, nine of them, that you've won by 14 or more points of teams with winning records. What does that say about you guys as a team and how locked in you are? And is there a reason why you guys are able to win these games by such a large margin? I think we just, you know... Have a great group of guys, lots of depth, and then we're very competitive. And we've played a lot of great teams. They've been tough games, and we've just been able to pull away here and there. But uh, obviously none of that matters right now because the only thing that matters is the next game, and we have to take care of business now. And that next game is against Kansas City. You guys are hosting the title game. It's a huge deal. For the Chiefs, it's just kind of a Sunday. They do it every single year. It's their sixth straight year in the AFC title game. What do you see from them, and what do you expect from them? 
Um, I see a great defense. They fly around. Everyone can make plays. It's going to be uh, by far our biggest challenge of the year so far. And obviously, as far as them being there every single year, it just shows their organization. Whatever they're doing is working. And, you know, we have to beat them. That's the only way we can get it done. You got to beat them, and then you got to close it out with the lion spike, right, mm. guys? That's how Baltimore yeah. does it. Uh, Kevin Zeidler, I would think it's fair to say he is dialed in to this game. Yes, uh, we love that you joined us this morning. Love to you, your family, everybody in the locker room. Go have a hell of a weekend, okay? Good luck, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. It's that time of year. It's version time of year, and we're talking mock draft versions. Daniel Jeremiah's 2024 mock draft 1.0, hot off the press. Here's a look at his top ten. It includes three quarterbacks getting drafted in the first three picks. Jeremiah has the Bears selecting former Heisman winner Caleb Williams with the first overall pick, and so on and so forth. What do you think of DJ's top ten? I'm very curious, Peter, as to the Patriots and quarterback moves. Yeah, uh, this is sort of like when they have the Thanksgiving meal and they put out the appetizers a couple mm-hmm. hours. Or like, I-, I want it all, but I also want to save it because I know I gotta gotta pace myself because draft Please, is in sure. late April. Yes. And this is so early, and yet DJ's as plugged in as anybody. You said Patriots. He's got him taking Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner at LSU. I'm fascinated by Jaden Daniels. This is the guy that everyone's saying could have the giant leap. He's already at number three in the mock draft. Can he jump Drake May? Can he challenge Caleb Williams for that number one overall pick? They think that this guy is outstanding. The head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders is Antonio Pierce. They have the 13th overall pick in a gaping hole at quarterback. Is there any way the Raiders could somehow move up? Because Antonio Pierce coached at Arizona State. And he coached Jaden Daniels at Arizona State. Is there any way that the Raiders can be aggressive and find a way to get this guy? Right now, he's at three to New England. I love that fit. He is, to me, the wild card prospect in this thing. Can he jump even Drake May? And who knows, maybe even Caleb Williams. Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner. A lot of hype around him right now. That's a huge uh, power and privilege you're giving your first-time head coach to pick mm-hmm. the quarterback because you coached him in college. It's Antonio Pierce, and not even an offensive guy. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by it. I just, I'm Team Caleb. I am. I'm into it. Like I know that there's the criticism. And I think it's interesting that he had this thing where he was incredible the year before and yeah. then came back and his stock maybe dropped a lot. It reminds me at the same college of what happened to Sam Darnold where his last year wasn't the best year. But the problem with, with mock drafts as always, and DJ does it better than anybody, is that there's, there's no trades. So, you know, I look at, Peter, you mentioned the Raiders. I look at the Falcons. We don't know who their head coach is going to be. There's some big fish there. They're sitting there. I think they're at eight. They could jump way up to three, to four. We, we don't have any idea. So that's always the most fun is when the mock drafts get shredded. Not because the picks are wrong, but because the teams are wrong. There you go. Falcons at eight. I'd be very surprised if they just sat there and took the best player available or best quarterback available. And I love that because as you're talking about that and you're saying they're, they're jumping up, you look at the Bears in a conversation that we'll have all off seasons. Do they stick with Justin Fields? And you look at the guys behind him where Sam Howell, Mac Jones, there was a lot of talk about him showing up to Gerard Mayo's press conference and yeah. how he found teammates and all of that other nonsense. But I look at those top three and we see three quarterback names and last year we saw with Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson and Will Levis who was jumping up here well, after the pro day this guy looked great. Well those three, three names of the order it's in now of where it finally ends up to be of what happens throughout this process. So it's so fun to see these young guys pick and prodded and how it all unfolds on draft night. I feel the exact same way. I almost feel emotionally scarred for C.J. Stroud the way things <laughs> went starting one year ago mm-hmm. today for the next three months. It ended like, up okay. It ended up okay. It ended up great. Don't get me wrong but like I want to put my arms around those three guys and be like things are going to be said it's okay it's gonna be all right you're gonna find a home and everyone's gonna love you uh speaking of home this is it this is yours for the next couple hours good morning football we're gonna talk brock purdy and how he's already solidified his place those three guys are gonna be fine you go into your shower feeling 
tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.